Common sense is not so common. And in an era where global uncertainty is rampant and government is out of control, this is the show making sense of all the madness. Broadcasting live from the Arizona desert, you can't dodge the Hodge. Here's your host, Dave Hodges. Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here in the guest segment. Thanks for staying with us. As you know, this is the Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we're really glad to be with you. We have a great guest for you. And we've had this guest on before, and he got some rave reviews. He really did. It was really uh, very, very telling, uh, and we were very controversial. And I don't even remember what the topic was. It was just really controversial. Because people said, wow, that was controversial. But Daniel Ott's going to be with us in just a minute. But we need to keep the lights on. So i got to tell you about a couple of products that you absolutely need to have. One is our storable food. And ladies and gentlemen, you don't have much time. I know very few of you have two years, and that's the requisite amount. That's what all the experts say. But all you can do at this point is all you can do, but you need to do something. Protect your family, okay? We have $100 off the four-week special. One guy the other day ordered 100 sets of this because he said, hey, it's a great price, best price out there. And it's also restaurant quality, no glyphosates, no GMOs, 25-year shelf life. Get started today, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't done it or if you need to add to what you have, go ahead and go to preparewithdave.com. This is really going to be an interesting broadcast. I'm getting buzzed by jets in my rural home in the middle of nowhere. Wow, I hear it. Did you hear that? Those are, I'm did. sure those are 35s. Anyway, to finish the thought, okay, preparewithdave.com. Uh, I guess they don't like storable food. Please, no Hellfire missiles. I'm a nice guy. Also, too, if you have food, you have to have water. And we have the best water filtration there as the Alexa Pure Pro water filter. The research that compares that product to all the others like it is at waterwithdave.com. They're also offering their, their, their special for 40% off. So you have the waterwithdave.com, 40% off. Filter out all the impurities. Have drinking water when you otherwise wouldn't. And you have the food, preparewithdave.com. So, ladies and gentlemen, you're so, prepped. So, ladies and gentlemen, you're prepped. That's right. You're prepped. That's right. You're prepped. And now I'm getting my voice back in my ear. This is really interesting. Everything I'm saying is repeating back to me. Okay, try it again. Okay. Testing one, two, three. I think we're good. Um, we had trouble connecting, ladies and gentlemen. And we're talking about Daniel Ott and myself. And, and this continues. It looks like the echo is gone. Uh, <laughs> I think they're afraid when two old codgers like us get together and we know a little bit about how the world's working today. They don't want us comparing notes. Maybe that's what's going on here. Hey, but Daniel, great to have you on again. Uh, let's hope we have smooth sailing the rest of the way. Well, i uh, tell you what, uh, Dave, love being on your show. I mean, you're one of the cutting-edge shows that I really like to be on because you're one of these guys at the point of the spear, and with what's going on, people have got to get the information so they know what's coming and know how to prepare, and preparedness is definitely not a joke in these days and age. No, absolutely. I interviewed Steve Quayle yesterday, and he said something really disturbing, and I want to get your reaction to this. And Steve and I are very, very close, and... Uh, so much of what he has said in the past has come true, but he said, Dave, I have it on good authority that these subversive groups that are out there, the Black Lives Matters, Antifa, 
they're coming for us on one single night. The night has not yet been determined. Uh, does that surprise you? Do you find that believable? Well, now I have to get, to get the interpretation there. When he says coming for you, is he's talking about nationwide individual cities? In, uh, individuals in the alternative media. Mm. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm sure they have a list going on. You know, these people are, are really well organized. I think the last attack of the federal building in Seattle, they found them with uh, their cars were numbered. They had uh, yeah. a secret bat channels on their walkie-talkie. They, they, they had uh, caches of different sorts of weapons and defensive things. These people are well organized, so I wouldn't put it past them at all. There's like military-grade operation there, isn't there? Oh, there sure is. I mean, now they're starting to appear with, uh, of course, head protection, uh, bulletproof vest. Uh, you know, now these guys are using laser beams and stuff to blind officers of the law. You know, Dave, I, I used to think that blinding somebody with a laser was a was a federal crime or a crime anyway. I mean, of course, if you hit a federal agent, but you hit a police officer, it seems to me it was a it's a crime. But now, 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 what is it? You, you get a pat on the back saying good job. I don't know. Nothing's happening. I've got friends in federal law enforcement. And the, I, I, I'm sure you've heard this, but three DHS officers are now permanently blinded by what you just described. Mm -hmm. And there you were know, no arrests, no arrests for this. Right. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a one-way street. Now, of course, if uh, lasers went the other way, there would be, uh, you know, instant firing, persecution, that type of thing, more demonstrations. So it, it's, it's like this, Dave. They're saying, hey, uh, you're violating our right to burn down the federal building. Get out of our way. That's right. <laughs> So and, and and the law is apparently siding with with the with the uh, uh, the anarchists. Well, I would say the democratic lawless people are siding with the anarchists. Yeah, now that goes to uh, to do some biblical reference there. Uh, that uh, something called the spirit of lawlessness. Yes, I think that's what's running rampant in this country. Uh, there's really not been a response. Most uh, city leaders are afraid of them, and they're placating them. And uh, man, if they don't make the right vote in the city council to to cut funding, then they come after they they come after their own. They don't care who you are. That's really true. You know, I would think of a L.A. County district attorney as being a liberal at this point in time and yet I watched a video yesterday about how Black Lives Matter from LA came to this uh, person's home and her husband answered the door now not so coincidentally he's black and they wouldn't leave he got a gun and now he's being charged those people who trespassed threatened uh, were guilty of disorderly conduct nothing happened to them and when you say they're eating their own th this is exactly what i saw here because these people were clearly democrats being harassed by black lives matters mm -hmm. well you know recently when i when i make a uh a facebook post or something dave or a twitter post or whatever i i, I don't really say anti-fa or black lives matter anarchists i just say democrats because that's what, every every single one of them are democrats that, yeah. that covers the whole the, the whole horde of them I have a different term for them. I actually got a couple. Some you can't say on radio, but the uh, ones you can say, I call them Bolsheviks because if you know your history, this reminds me a lot of the Bolshevik Revolution politically and culturally it reminds me of Mao, say tongue and his cultural revolution. I kind of see a combo approach here. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I think uh, the build, there's a buildup going on. They're not going to let up. I mean, certainly we know the elections playing into this here. 
Um, and so is that uh, Cooties 19 playing into it. They're, you know, the thing, thing about the, 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 the Republicans, or you might just say the American side, is that most people just can't believe that there's this kind of evil in the country. You know, I mean, they, in the beginning, you know, people look at the protests. Oh, look at these kids. They're just, you know, they're trying to relive the 60s, you know, and they just they just want peace and, and, and civility. But they don't want that. But it's hard for civilized, the civilized part of America to understand that these people are not joking. They're evil. They're they're dangerous, and they will attack. And uh, you know they've got people in place to protect them when they get caught attacking others. They don't even. I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. They know there's going to be no consequences for their bad acts. You can tell by how they act. Mm-hmm. Isn't, isn't that something, old Dave? How that. Uh, we'd always used to hear this is a country of laws. Well, when did, well, that ended, so I don't know what it is now. It's a, it's a country of mobs right now. Um, if what's the breaking point? When does this go from harassment, occasional murders, widespread property destruction to full-blown civil war? Do you do you think there's going to be a breaking point, a trigger point? Mm-hmm. Now, see, that's the interesting thing about civil wars. That this type of civil war seems to be regional uh even now ge- geographical points on a map rather than say the north versus the south it's never going to be that type of civil war so it's going to be these sporadic outbreaks uh and probably more and more of them and of course the media loves this they're agging it on uh they're blocking any of the violence that's coming out and they're always trying to show them as you know your your moms oh look at the moms out there you know i got and i got a question that day when they put the moms and the dads out there in front of these kids out there that's uh trying to fire bomb and uh, blind officers fire bomb federal building blind officers you know i mean you got you got the you got the fathers out there with leaf blowers blowing the tear gas away and you got the mom saying my poor child my poor what are you doing to my child and i'm thinking what kind of what kind of numbskull parents are you anyway man the 60s ended with a bad joint okay it's over you're not going to relive it and it's it's not going to go your way but it's going to be sporadic and i think the but it's going to be it's going to be blown up at such a point that um you will think that it's everywhere at all times and that will keep most people at bay and and really just say agreeing with the changes thinking as you said earlier it's going to go uh, to their house eventually, but maybe people will think, hey, if I give into it and I start agreeing with it, they'll leave me alone. But that only gives you a little bit more time. That's all that does. They're not going to leave people alone. I mean, there are two types of people in the world. Those who want to be left alone and those that won't leave them alone. And clearly the Democrats fit into the latter category. And even if they win, that's when the harassment really steps up. Mm-hmm. So I, l- let's project ahead for a minute. We can also come come back to present time, but let me ask you this question. How do you think things are going to change if the Democrats take over the government? Well, certainly the stock market's going to crash. I, I would, I'll give them that. Uh, I would say um, uh, there's going to be a certain vindictiveness played out here, uh, and they're going to come up with, uh, or I would say in their case, conjure up laws, make them retroactive to people that supported and I, you know, I, well, I say Trump. I could say Trump, but I would say support the rule of law more than I say would say support Trump, you know, or support America and its core values. They see that they see that as the enemy of the country, really of the world, because they're globalists anyway. Uh, so I, I would say vindictive laws begin to emerge. 
things will be out of people's control where you'll right now, I think even in Louisville, uh, there's a group that is going to businesses saying you will pay protection money or these things will happen to you. So I would imagine that on a larger scale, Democrats will somehow say those who have been on the right or, or for America who caused all of this, all these problems need to pay. Somehow they need to pay, whether it's through a payroll tax, whether it's giving up property or, or just paying a monthly fee. You, you have to imagine the most basis degenerate attack of all time and then multiply it. And, and that's the way it is because we're only, we're getting glimpses and pieces of it now. Several celebrities have already said, we're coming for you, uh, Trump supporters, when we win the election. So they've already announced they're coming for normal people. And when they say coming for, what do you think they mean exactly? Well, first of all, it's going to be financial, but it also could be um, it could be in, in the realm of law enforcement that uh, they would. You, I mean, you you think well, you, what I'm about to say, people say that's ridiculous. Well, you, this really this is 2020. Nothing on the table, nothing said or projected or imagined can be. Uh, ridiculous now okay the, the new normal says that they will retroactively pass a law and say you are responsible for what's going on in the country and then that'd be easy enough for them to do then you know this the remember the old fema camp days people you know that was a few years you know years ago started coming up through the fema camps don't put it past them that they would create re-education camps well, Bill Ayers, who launched the political career of Barack Obama, was in, uh, was infiltrated by Larry Grathwell, a guy I interviewed a bunch before he died, and Larry was reporting to the FBI, and he asked Bill Ayers once, he said, what will you do if you win? And Bill Ayers hesitated, and he said, well, he said, we'll probably have to build re-education camps in the Southwest, house 50 million people, and do away with over half of them. And that man launched the political career for Barack Obama and visited him often in the White House. Mm -hmm. Well, well, right there. Now, see, I did not know that, but that's that is something that can be easily uh, projected as a as a plausible outcome of them winning the election. People do not understand how dangerous these people are. Like I've said a few minutes ago, Dave, the 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 rational mind, the civilized mind can't imagine that these things could possibly take place but you've got to look at 2020 and and see what has taken place and it should be a wake-up call for people that you know it the, the the time for delay the time for somebody else is going to fix it the time for i hope they leave me alone i mean people have got to start making decisions and decide do they want to have a country or not because there are a bunch of people in this country that don't want this country to exist and certainly at least not in its present form and the and the form that they do want is a nightmarish world where people defecate on the streets, where they burn buildings, where people get um, harassed, stabbed, laser beamed. You know, I mean, just just think the anarchy. These people thrive for that. And Dave, here's the thing. These kids running around, and I don't even know if these, these anarchists and fire bombers and uh, highway people are really Black Lives Matter more than they are uh, Antifa. Okay, it seems to me it's more Antifa, and these people, you have to imagine, if they get into power, the Democrats may put these kids into power, they will have no problem having someone executed for their righteous and just cause. They, they are amoral. They do not have any sense of morality whatsoever. 
there's no grounding to them. That's why they seem to be uh, they seem to be just uh, you know ridiculous actions that you know nonsensical things they do. But it's really coming from a debased nature where you know, and biblically speaking, God said, "I will give them over to a reprobate mind." Well, there's a whole lot of reprobates in this country, and I would even say irredeemable, Dave. Uh, and from the den of iniquity, yes. Um, I do not think they're redeemable either. I, I don't. I think they're so infiltrated with the spirit of Satan that this is exactly what we can expect from here on out. But, uh, you know, I'm just wondering how bad it's going to get. Do, do you, let, let's, let's couch it this way. Do you think there's going to be an election? Yes, I think now I know there's a lot of various opinions, and I respect everyone's opinion on this one here. I mean, I, I could I could come up with the plausibility of no election, partial election, delayed election, but I'm going to go with election because I think even now it would be too big of a thing to mess with on 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 it as a whole, but in 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 pieces and parts of it. The mail-in ballots is probably probably going to suffice for the Democrats, and we know what happens. How many videos do we see after elections where they say, "Oh, wait, we just found boxes of ballots in this warehouse. Don't know how they got there. Let's move them on in." And, oh, wow, they're all Democrats. That's strange. That's, what a coincidence! In fact, there's more votes now than there are people in the in the county. You know, we've how many times have we seen this? They want to roll that kind of trickery out on a nationwide scale. I, I think they're going to settle for that. And they're pushing that as hard as they can. They're trying to scare everyone from even wanting to go out. That's what this mask fraud's all about. So, you know, you know, you, you can go to say, uh, you can go to loot and burn buildings and, and firebomb, but voting that, that might, that might spread the cooties 19s. we got to hold that back. Maybe you can just mail that in and stay safe. So that's, that's how I see it. Well, it's interesting too, because in the, um, senior citizen homes now in um, Nevada, they called a special session and they call for people now that are Democratic to go into these homes with uh, a ballot and they get the people with dementia to vote and there's no signature required. I kid you not. Well, well, Dave, I, I've got kind of kind of sad news. My, my I, just, I just discovered that my grandpa, who's voted Republican his whole life, is now going to vote for Democrats. And if he was alive, he wouldn't put up with it. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, it's always nice when you keep voting when you're a ghost. Um, but this th this guarantees election theft. And I don't even know how it remains legal. I mean, Trump needs to step in in each and every case, issue an executive order, and then begin to prosecute. Well, Dave, I got you referring to your earlier question about what will life be like under Democrat rule. Well, you kiss the rule of law goodbye. Um, anarchy. You can you can see that's going to be the normal. But you know, it almost this is craziest statement ever. But it'll make us want to pine for the Obama years. Oh, please don't say that. I'm sorry. Going to say man. don't say that. <laughs> Like, if I could just go back to Obama, I take, give me that. You give me, that's what we're going to be saying if they get in power. You know, one of the things I found out, and I want to get your reaction and analysis of this. I was analyzing the fact that the Antifa people are beginning to bring in kids to do their bidding. And you mentioned that very early on. Um, what concerned me was this. I looked at the groups involved, like Sunrise, Woke, 
some of these other splinter groups. And they were very much Maoist oriented, but every one of them had an obsession with climate change. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Uh, there was uh, in downtown Indianapolis, which was looted and burned during the, the opening salvos of the uh, rebellion there. Uh, but now there's spray painting Black Lives Matter in green paint. And you know very good and well that it's a that's one. It's got to be coming from one of these scrawny, grass eaten uh, uh dopers you know that's members of the antifall you know coming out of their mom's basement you know that's that they, they, they spray it in green and but you know and i gotta i gotta take issue with them too because if you're going to spray paint blm maybe you should capitalize the b and l and m but no they they, they <laughs> you know it's small caps b and l and and capitalized m so at least maybe they, they should at least get an education when they're going to that but the green paint when i saw that i, I thought you know th this is antifall they're 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 me tooers. They're joining in for credibility because otherwise they don't have a voice unless they tag on to Black Lives Matter. So yeah, there's there's a green component to all this, and uh, you, you know it's going to be where uh, they're going to eliminate the fossil fuel industry in America. We know that they're going to ban the pipelines, shut the drill uh, the the wells down again, like Obama tried to do. They're going to have a few more Solyndra frauds where they're paying the Democrat supporters back by bogus solar panel companies that go buzzing and everybody gets paid in their organization and then funnels some money back to the Democrat party. So yes, uh, agenda 21, uh, the green new deal. I, I think that green new deal is going to be far, far more progressive as, as they say, than even AOC rolled out. How so? How far will they go? Well, you know the Bible says every imagine every 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 thought was imagining it evil. That's that's how these people are. So how far will it go? Well, I just described they're going to eliminate uh, millions of uh, energy jobs. That will force the reduction of um, car plants, I would assume. Uh, then I would say that. Uh, there would be massive taxes put on those that drive or try uh, truckers, anybody that moves with fossil fuels, um, uh, attempts to uh, 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 force people to ride mopeds and things like that, maybe give credits for that. But I mean, that's for as far as the energy goes. But then once they find out, well, of course, we already know what will happen. The economy will collapse as a result because energy is a major component of, for the prosperity and independent uh, the in, you know the the uh, energy independence of the United States. But then the the economy will go with that because and when that happens, of course, uh, to a lot of people, boy, that socialism sure sounds good. You, what do you mean I don't have to work and I still get paid or my my fossil fuel job got eliminated and now I get a government check, you know, every month. So you know that's all part of that there. And then of course hurting us into into zones and districts, I think, and I'm going to go further, Dave. I think that with even in Indiana, they're contemplating changing the name of the state because Indian is in it. I got a feeling that um, the, those types of identifiers as states are going to be found unnecessary, and they're going to go create regions, sort of like your um, uh, your what's that movie with the regions in it? Um, uh, Hunger, Games. Hunger Games, yeah. Yeah, let's go to Hunger Games out, there, Dave. Yeah, I think that's a possibility. Hunger Games seems to be a good blueprint for what's going on. And I tend to agree with you. That's exactly what they're going to do. Um, how far will they go in taking away energy from people? What What do you think the daily life will be like? I think it will, will happen. It will happen in the beginning of the meltdown in Venezuela. 
the energy will have to be rationed. They're going to be on and off times of power use. Uh, uh, over users will be penalized. There may be a institute institute uh, you know credits based on that type of thing for those who don't use them and those who use more sort of like they try to do with the energy credits. So I think that 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 kind of thing will be rolled out. Uh, and of course, any failure of the economy or the energy sector or anything else really will be blamed on the inept, uh, unconstitutional president that preceded this new president, this new Democrat president, they, whatever failures happen are going to be blamed on the previous administration, just like they did George Bush for eight years. And believe me, there's going to be failures of a massive scale. And they, they, they do such a good job of blaming it on somebody else. And the media is so compliant. It works for them. And so they'll, you know, every article will be, in fact, speaking of every article, Dave, my, my email address is a Yahoo address. It's at yahoo.com. And, uh, so by nature, I have a Yahoo homepage, and every news article for the last four years has been anti-American, yes. anti-Trump. Well, but all the all the replies to those one-sided articles, 95% were pro-America, pro-Trump. So recently, they just eliminated comments of all of their articles saying, in the interest of furthering uh, conversation among uh, Americans, we've eliminated the comments. Now. Somehow that doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? No, but I've seen articles from Yahoo that get carried on AOL. They're always anti-American. I mean, without exception. And they're always anti-Trump. Yeah. So I'm you're right. Yeah. And, of course, that's the media clampdown. And giant social media is, is part and parcel of this trilogy of terror that's uh, gaining control um, on American culture and life and the future, really. And that is the, you know, the shadow banning from Twitter. You know, I mean, Donald Trump Jr.'s Twitter got banned the other day. I mean, you can get banned. You know, I've been trying, I've been trying to bait Facebook. I, I keep putting up there that uh, hydrox hydroxychloroquine is good because I'm waiting for, for uh, Facebook to ban it. And, but they're not. And so I'm thinking, daggone it, what does it take for me to get something banned on Facebook? Everybody else is getting banned. So I don't know what my problem is, Dave. Can you help me out? Well, I've kind of done the same thing. Um, I have an automatic feed from my website that goes to Facebook, so I don't have to deal with them. But um, I'm surprised I still have an account. Same with Twitter. Yeah. I have My stuff goes over to Twitter, and they haven't acted against me, knock on wood. But I don't care if those two do. I really don't. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's true. But I think mines are already made up. I mean, people know what shadow banning is. They, they know that the, the media is one-sided and they're basically as anti-American as they come. So there's not going to be they're not going to be winning any minds or hearts or changing any votes by doing what they're doing. Though though some scientists uh, did say that Google has the power to change up to eight, I think 18 million votes. They that he has a he had an algorithm or some data that proved that they can change that up to 18 million votes just by whatever they do by manipulation of data. So there's uh, some vote changing there. Twitter's probably, but it seems to me the, the, the large majority, you know, man, I'm hoping, Dave, that there is still present in this country uh, a silent majority. Uh, now, I did read that 60% of people say that they're afraid to put their opinions out on social media. Uh, and uh, if that 60%, if that 60% is true, that's good news. Well, yeah, I, I hesitate to think that Trump is going to win, though, because you just nailed it. You got the voter fraud. You've got the uh, the ability for Google to change 18 million votes. How does Trump win? 
Well, the only way you can win is well, it, <laughs> he he wins with a, with a legitimate vote. An untampered with vote. That's the only way he's going to win. You know, he is fighting this mail-in ballot thing here. And I think Indiana, going to speak for my state here, I believe that they're trying to roll that out as some sort of safety measure. Uh, but, uh, man, but now Indiana is not known for for ballot harvesting or, or, or boxes of ballots to, to come out of nowhere. Florida certainly is. Arizona is. There's a number of states. California is. There's a number of states where these boxes of ballots just appear out of nowhere. But I tell you what, there needs to be some checkers, man, on these things. But the only way he wins is with a fair election. So we have to work or demand a fair election. Of course, now the other side believes that the last election was stolen from them, uh, which is a ridiculous statement. And I, I saw today somewhere that said uh, Hillary Clinton still thinks that uh, she won the election. Uh, there, there was a woman who just can't look, can't let go, Dave. She she just keeps riding that broomstick around. She's just honorary. Maybe she got spurs or something. Well, you're right. She is determined. But I think what kept her from getting back in the race as an appointee for Biden and then taking over after the fact is because she has to face a court on September 9th about the email servers. Mm. And I think that prevented her from getting back in. Mm. Well, uh, you know, we have a major broadcaster here uh, on a local radio station who is certain uh, Joe Bite Me will not be the nominee for the Democrat Party. Now, that's a pretty bold statement. and I can see why he would say that, but um, I think he probably will be. And I noticed he sent out his wife to say how much of a moderate Joe Biden is. But that's all part of the game play. And remember, uh, uh, when uh, Beto in, in uh, Texas was running, he said, I'm going to take the guns. And then his Democrat buddies or co-conspirators, however you want to say it, said, hey, man, don't talk about taking the guns till after you win the election. So we know Joe Biden is going to go to the right and try to appear to be a centrist. Now, that that's kind of good news, too, because that means they know that they're not the majority of Americans really don't want a world full of Seattle's in the country. And uh, somehow he's got to kind of play against that a little bit. But uh Believe me, when he gets in the office, he's he's nothing but a meat suit, and the and these Green Deal freaks and all these anti-fall uh, numbskulls are going to be pushing him right where they want him. He won't have any choice. By the way, I'm one of those crazy people that agrees with your radio broadcaster in Indiana. I, they got to find a way to replace um, Biden. Yeah, yeah, he, they he know win. how much he can't win. Him, so he, they know his brain is fried. So it's really kind of interesting to watch, and I'm sure before the elections, he's going to have a whole lot more good sound bites of his of of his uh, alphabet soup uh, conversations that he has. But you know, I mean, I don't know how long he can hide out in the basement. Now, here's a guy running for president of the United States, leader of the free world, hide out in the basement. So well, that should tell you something. Well, yeah, it does. Um, it tells me that he better hadn't debate Trump. <laughs> yeah, if CNN said don't debate Trump, and of course they come up with some nonsensical reason not to, and then the media knows that he has no mental capability at all. What that did, didn't uh, Joe Biden say that he he he's, he was tested for his uh, mental acumen or whatever, or took mental test, and he just aced him or something? He said he mm -hmm. takes them every day. Well, see, right right, right there. Why right, are you right taking them every day? <laughs> Look. He said, you remember the statement, um, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. I got another yeah. one for you. He said this, uh, I think it was yesterday. He told an interviewer, interviewer asked him about his cognitive capacity, and he said, are you a junkie? And the reporter was black. 
What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He asked a black, when he was questioned about his cognitive abilities, he fired back at a black reporter and said, are you a junkie? You gotta be kidding me. I am not kidding. How does, how does someone so racist see his mind because it's like mush his his synapse in his brain, they're fried and they're miswired and stuff. You know, they tried to go back, but they got wired to the wrong thing. So some of what he really believes comes out, you know, when, when he told that story, when he was supposedly a lifeguard at swimming pool and, 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 and the kids was looking at his curly hair on his legs and stroking his leg while then they jumped up on his lap. And, uh, you know, when he, when he, and, but, but he called, I think he called the black children roaches. I'm thinking, how is this guy still even in the running? It's like he keeps making these racist statements, and and he he's he has his past. It's so ludicrous. I don't, nobody can nobody can agree with what he's saying or even understand it. But yet they want him to be the president. You know, he he might be a Manchurian candidate. I think maybe the chip in his brain. Maybe it's Windows 95, and that's why it's all misfiring. <laughs> That's a good one. I got to remember that Windows ninety five in your brain. Um, who takes Biden's place? Number two. That's who you have to look at. Well, who's two. that going to be? Well, I'm thinking Kamala Harris. I mean, even though she put a lot of people in jail, listen, they're they they're getting passes. Everybody on that side gives their, gives themselves a pass. Their racist history and their bigoted history and their and their. Uh, the history of, of, you know, putting so many people in, in jail history, you know, they're going to rewrite history. Like they're trying to, I think speaking of that, I think a guy in Chicago says you shouldn't be any more public schools till they eliminate all history that's taught and then write a whole new history. You know, I mean, it's so Orwellian, you know, every science fiction movie that I've seen that projects a future that's dark dystopian nightmare ran by tyrants is coming true by the democrats you know they're they're just showing us you know they, that's who they are that's who they've always been but i think uh, i think kamala harris is probably the number one's going to be there she she fits uh, a couple of the check boxes and uh again but she she's going to be one of these people that's saying okay now now i'm it and you're going to pay if you didn't support me you're going to pay one way or another and she's going to be lauded there are going to be people who say oh that's the most brilliant thing i ever heard make the people pay that didn't support you how are we going to do it well let's have a committee we're going to have a committee and thoroughly investigate how to make people pay this is going to be their normal daily they have a white house briefing instead of a COVID meeting they're going to have how to make people pay that didn't support the democrats and valerie jarrett said that in two 2012 when they're running against Romney she said they'll be hell to pay for people who go against the president yeah same mentality and we're going to get you that's very uh, brown shirtish that's very Nazi like um, we're going to come and get you after the fact because you dared to oppose us but Cuomo did that I don't know if you heard about this or not there was a restaurant owner who was allowed to serve alcohol as long as he served food and he he does not like Cuomo, so he made up a menu, and i got to be careful how I express this. Um, he would have a dish, say, like French fries. He'd take the F and capitalize it and embolden it. Mm-hmm. And then the next one might be underwater shrimp, and he'd have a big U, and I think you know where I'm going yep. with the F-U. So he had mm-hmm. this on his menu. Now, it was a legitimate menu, and it was in social media. Uh, Cuomo sent in the, uh, and, uh, and de Blasio, they sent in the... Um, inspectors from the health department and they said oh that guy there 
He finished his wings before he was done with his beer. Violation, we're shutting you down. I kid you not, that happened. And then some reporters went along the same street with other restaurants, and they found some of them weren't even serving food at all. Mm. And see, this is going back to what you're saying here about the revenge factor. This is revenge on steroids, and we've just seen witness to it last weekend. Well, Dave, I'll take that revenge, and I'll trump you one higher revenge. When you look at Florida and you look at retirees, what political party do you think they normally vote for? Uh, if they're retirees and they made it that far, yeah, I would say they're Republican. All right. Let's uh, move that on up, that theology. Let's move that up to New York City. You got uh, successful business people or, or people that came from the old country or people that worked hard their whole life are now in retirement homes. Um, who do you think they might be voting for? That's a tough one. Because we do way. put we do put people from both parties in retirement homes, but I'm going to say primarily Democratic. Okay, well that's okay. I, I would say maybe on the other side Republican, and then I'm here. Here's where I'm going with this thought train. If they're state sponsored, and that, that's where my mind went on this. Uh-huh. Okay, so here here here's here's here we finish my thought train. Okay, so you got retirees or you got people, who others in the nursing homes. All of a sudden, Kumo sticks in a bunch of COVID people and kills them. So how about how you like that? Talk about vindictiveness. Yeah, that happened before and nothing happened. Yeah. He blamed it on Trump. He got away with it. I know it. It's murder, Dave. If you're in a position to where you can send somebody in, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, there was a time when some, if somebody had AIDS and they deliberately infected people that they would be charged with attempted murder. This guy... Yeah put thousands of these people in there and who knows how many thousands of people died as a result he if he has the power to make the choice to send people in there with a disease that's known to kill old people that's accessory to murder and well, not a single charge i mean how is he getting away with that attorney general in new york ought to investigate him well uh whitmer in michigan did the same thing well, she did know, exactly the same thing am, am i allowed to say that She's got that horsey face that Trump was talking about. Am I allowed to say that on your program? Yeah, and not only that, she's got demon eyes. Look <laughs> in her eyes, man. She looks like she's possessed, and I'm not making. This yeah. there's no pejoratives there. Yeah. When I look at her, I go, I'm looking at the devil. That's how I feel. Death and death and destruction, wanton destruction, Dave. That's that's what's going on. That's what's attempted to be done. They want this economy shut down before the Knicks vote. But again, I, I, I don't see where they're going to get the votes. They're going to have to do something else bigger and bolder and more nasty than they've ever done before with an election. So I think uh, I think the mail-in ballots is one front of that, uh, scaring people not to vote, period. Yes. Uh, threatening payback if you don't vote for the right party. Because here, here's Joe Biden said, if you're, if you don't, if you're not a, a, a vote for me, then you're not a certain color. Then, hey, they can just move that on to voting. So... I think you're right. I think what they're going to do is they're going to send their thugs out on election day like Acorn did a little bit in 2008. And they're going to attack anyone who looks like they might not uh, vote the liberal way. Right. You know, and like the thugs that's that's burned up cities and looted where they've got them there. They may capture them, you know, take them to jail. And then not a single charge is ever levied against these people. That's how that's going to roll. Yeah, you know, one of the great ironies is the police chief in New York knelt down in front of Black Lives Matter, got on his knees on a public street, 
and two days later he gets punched out by one of these people and then they release the puncher outer with no bail they right. let him out they didn't they, they, it was incredible mm-hmm. and, and, and to me this is the poster child for you can't make deals with the devil well as they said in the movie tombstone there ain't no bargaining with bugs and that's just the way it is and that comes back, back to full circle that americans need to be uh, well dare i say arming up prepared up uh, mentally psychologically spiritually this is not the world they knew. The world they knew is gone. It is not coming back. Even if Trump gets elected, it's not coming back. It's only going to be delayed to the furtherance of debauchery and horror. Um, you know, like I said, in Apocalypse Now, embrace the horror. Well, you need to embrace the horror because this is not going away. But you need to find a way to deal with it. Uh, you, got, you have to make uh, decisions that will protect you and your family and your neighborhood and your city. And no, nobody likes to do that. But people are going to have to do that, Dave. Interesting. Um, I don't know that we have the resolve on the conservative side. Someone asked me a question. They said, do you think there's going to be a civil war? And I said, 50-50. Well, what do you mean by that? I said, if Trump manages to win, guaranteed civil war. If Trump loses a delayed civil war, perhaps, because people won't be able to exist under the new system. Mm-hmm. How would you answer that question? Uh, well, I don't know. That sounds pretty pretty daggone good right there. I mean, right now they're talking about, well, we've all been trained to, to wear our mask. And now mm-hmm. they're saying, hey, wait a minute, you got to wear your mask in your house now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you, know, I, you know, I see people walking their dogs with a mask, in their car with a mask. So the, half the population is already ready to say, yes, sir, whatever you want. Yes, I, we will obey. Uh, but, again, with the Civil War issue, I, I see that more of a regional isolated incidents has blown up to project to the rest of the country that it is a large scale on all fronts in all cities and all places at the same time when it's really not so uh but yeah no what's happening in seattle will go crazy in in cities if trump wins uh and 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 that's the other point i said earlier dave about people their mind the, the the rational mind uh can't, the civilized mind can't imagine what these people will do, and, but the other people have no restraints. Whatever they think of to do, whether that's uh, shooting fireworks in somebody's face or stopping a car and pulling them out and beating the crap out of them, or whether it's uh, laser beaming police officers, they, 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 they're right now they're sitting in their basements, walkie-talking each other. You know, gray squirrel to beat to base, gray squirrel to base. We got a police officer. Let's go get him. You know. Uh, so they're, they're come, they come up with these plans that, that are that are not based on any moral compass at all. So what is, for the rational mind, for for the for the um, the rest of us, we have to think that this is the possibility of what can happen. What am I going to do to prepare myself for that eventuality? Um, and what trigger there is, I think, because it's not going to be a north versus south. It's going to be spontaneous things. There's not going to be. There can never be a realistic response because, say, they go to Seattle today, they go to Chicago tomorrow, they go to Memphis, or they go to Louisville, you know. And so, say, well, you got a group of patriots, and let's go get them, let's let's fight them back, beat them back to the hell pit of hell where they came from. Well, then you have to organize where they're going to hit next. So they may have a free hand to run, run, run over the country 
with no retribution or no fight back because they're well, one, they're well organized to do so. Somebody would have to know in advance where they're going to attack. So it's almost going to be a one-sided war. And it is right now. I think it is. You know, I wrote an article about six months ago and I said we were trending towards a Bosnian civil war. And that's become more true today than when I wrote the words. I don't think it's going to be safe to go down the street. By the way, I'll, I'll give you a little news break here. Uh, both Paul Martin and I um, have this information on Aurora, Colorado, where they had uh, two weekends ago, they had uh, the shutdown of I-225. And then they tried to kill a family in a Jeep as they repeatedly shot at the Jeep and wounded their own. Uh, down further on that corridor, uh, the Aurora police, uh, at least the ones who care, were telling individual people that there were snipers on the roofs with guns and spotters, but they didn't fire. The thinking is, is that they were training. And here's where it gets really reinforcing. They had the same scenario in Austin, Texas. And I guess they, the Austin police sent in the drones. Somebody sent in the drones to hover above them, but they had no intention of firing. We think they're training. Well, this is what they did in Ukraine when the CIA wanted to change the Russian-controlled Ukrainian government. They sent in the snipers and they shot the Russians when they came out of the buildings. And I think we're headed for a lot of these kind of behaviors. I, I think it's going to be Bosnia, Ukraine, all rolled into one. It's not going to be safe to go in the street. Mm. Well, you know, I think in, in Minneapolis Police Department put out a memo saying, hey, yeah. uh, if, if, if somebody comes to steal your wallet, give it to them. If they want your car, just give it to them. You know, thank them for, you know, taking your, you know, your money and your cell phone. Just, you know, give them a big hug and, you know, don't, don't interact with them. Don't yell with them at them. You know, just let them have whatever they want. That's the new, the new law and order they have in Minneapolis. Just whatever the criminals want, just give it to them. Do you agree with this statement? It's time that Americans, like you and me, Daniel, learn to stay out of the way, become invisible because you can't change what's happening. Maybe it's gonna, maybe the change will come when it's general versus general. Mm -hmm. What do you think? No, I see. I see what you're saying, um, and that's a tough question. Now, I can tell you that my consumption of news is way, way down because, you know, it's like, okay, what's more bizarre happening today? And part of my girding up my loins has got to be that I've got to have a, 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 a mental safe place where I don't have to be permeated with negative news and um, yeah, assaults on my brain and, and information designed from the media designed to warp my thinking. And that's what it is. And so in order for me to prepare, I need less of that. So that would would also include becoming more more invisible. I, I would I could see how that would be a part That's of that. That's a good answer. I like the way you phrased that. That was really good. We're almost out of time. We've got a couple of minutes left, and you have a really, really good show. I've been lucky enough to be on it a few times. Tell people how they can follow your good work. Yeah, well, the show's called The Edge Broadcast, and uh, basically there's no... Threat, there's no uh, um, particular topic that it follows, so it, it can be of any topic at any time. So I try to mix it up, so that when you come and watch the Edge program, you get you get to see uh, some entertaining parts to it. You know, it's, it's not all you know gloomy, but there will be some t some talk, I suppose, of that. But then there's things that cheer you up, give you information to help you succeed, and uh, that type of thing. But the show airs every Saturday night at, at 8 to 10 p.m. It can be watched on our YouTube channel or on the website. 
and we stream the audio on iTunes, our iTunes channel, and tune in radio as well. So, and all the shows are archived. But some, we bring a lot of fun to the program, and we bring a, a myriad of guests. There, no two guests are ever the same. And uh, certainly, it's been a great pleasure to have you on the times that you've been on too, Dave. And we we get to chat and brother brother on that. No, it's it's yeah, it's it's awesome. It, it, one of the things that you do that I really like, and I want to give this as a special shout out for the organization of your show. You have people that actually write in and you repeat their questions and so the questions are the most diverse that any guest will ever have on any show right yeah that's good that's exactly right and I, that's why i think you know i can't think of every question no host can when you're no. interviewing somebody but if you put the combined minds and talents of the people in the audience you know yeah not only is it entertaining it's enlightening but uh, you get something that you would never think of a million years and it could be the exact right question that needs to be asked it reminds me a little bit of when Art Bell, and he was the master at this, he used to have open lines. And, and obviously they were doing a little pre-screening, but they would do these open lines and the questions were fantastic. And that's what, what your segment is like when you have people write in and ask the questions. It, it's fascinating. I gotta tell you, I, I've, I've told my friends, I said, if you ever get a chance to go on Daniel's show, you should, because you're gonna be asked questions like you've never been asked before. It, it's fantastic, it really is. Well, uh, prediction. If, if you had a gun put to your head, metaphorically speaking, of course, uh, who are you going to choose to win the election? Oh, wow. That's a, that's a great question, Dave. Uh, speaking of great questions, um, you know what? I'm going to be an optimist here. I'm going to, I'm, I'm calling, I'm calling Trump. I'm calling 60% of the population has had it with the destruction of our country and uh, even people on the left. Yes. They want a country. They want to go out to the bars. You yes. know, they they yep. want to party. They want to go to the beach. And they're not going to that's not going to happen if the other side wins. So they want a life. They need to they need to vote uh, for this country. Amen so I'm, to that, brother. Amen to that. You are right on the money. That's my fastest growing segment of my of my new listeners are, are disaffected uh, Democrats. Well, my friend, we are flat out of time, but uh, this has been a delight. And uh, thank you so much for joining us and keep up the good work. Sure. Uh, thanks for having me on, Dave, and you too. Daniel Ott, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Daniel. All right, you bet.